This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. Ray, how you doing? Hey, Doc, you got to stop staying away from me for so long, man. When you going to come see me? That's how I'm not doing. <laughs> it's, been, <laughs> it's been way too long. Well, listen, way too long. it's been way too long. I am extremely excited for today's podcast because... I have my partner on the line right now, Doc. I know you did a lot of homework on her. Um, very, very, very successful entrepreneur and woman. But but more importantly, a friend, a real, real true friend. And I'm telling you, from the moment I met her, the mo- the connection that we have is, is absolutely beautiful. And I'm excited to introduce to everybody my business partner, Phyllis Newhouse. Thank you for joining us. Oh, wow. Thank you, Ray. And, and thank you, Dr. Connie. I'm really, uh, this was just a treat. Um, I had an opportunity to listen to you guys and listen to a lot of your podcasts. So, I mean, I feel right at home with you guys. Phyllis, uh, we're definitely like super honored to have you on here today. Um, I'm really, really excited to talk to you because you've done so much that's gotten you to a level of success. And success means so many things to different people. But the reality is, success there's there's a level of success and you've gotten there you've you've gotten there on a, on so many different levels ray and i talk about body mind and spirit and what i'm really excited about today is to talk to you about how you've reached that level of success body mind and spirit um and so first of all just thank you so much for taking time to be with us oh you're welcome you're welcome you know what you know what i i i jump in doc like, Phyllis, I would love to – now, I, I know a lot of stuff about you personally because we spend a lot of time talking together. And uh, But, but like, knowing your reason, like, like what would determine your level of success? Like, like, you believe that knowing your reason will determine your level of success. Can you explain to us, like, what Doc was saying, like, like the things that you went through in your military background and now in the entrepreneurial world, we would love to hear that. Well, it kind of, <clears throat> it, it, it kind of start from my foundation. So like my, I come from a family of 11 children. I'm number 11, 10. 11 kids. Yep. There's 11 mm. of us, seven girls and four boys. Mm. And I was, and I was number 10. And so, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll, I've always had parents that, and, uh, especially my mother, who was always uh, saying, you know, you must understand why you're doing something and, and the reason why you're doing it, because it's really going to determine whether or not you're successful at it or not. And if that reason is not compelling enough, you, you won't do well at it. And so, so that started very young, like, you know, at a very young age with me. So even even when I went into the you know went to college and then went into the military, it was 
one of those things like I like I never thought that I wouldn't be successful. And I don't mm. say that in an arrogant way. I said in a um, you know in a, in a way that I knew uh, from my foundation, from my spiritual foundation, from the foundation of having great parents and coming from such a you know a, uh, you know impactful family members that understanding that reason why what you know why was it imperative that I was successful in the military what was the big picture and so for me it was I came in you know, went into the military during a time where um, you know uh, women the women were um, not moving up to the chain fast enough and so it was so critically important for me to do everything necessary to be successful so that I could go and pull others up, and that was not just women; that was minorities, et cetera. So I went through, um, you know, went through the military during a time where the military was changing in so many different areas. And so um, when, when I when I thought about it, it, it was really about my reason why had more to do with, you know, how can I make an impact and difference in the in the uh, the lives of others in the military? How could I show them how to get to that level of success? so that uh, they could also go back and do the same thing. So it, it started during that time. Um, and then for, for me, that same, uh, as, as you know, come, becoming a senior leader in the military and, 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 you know, moving through the ranks and moving through the ranks fairly quickly and going to the top. When I left the military and I had already decided that I was going to be an entrepreneur, that was just a given. And, I, and my thought process was that, well, if you, if, you, if you have been successful in the military and you've been a great leader in the military and you understand the fundamentals of leadership at the highest level, why wouldn't you go out and start a company? And so to me, I felt that one of the foundations you must have as an entrepreneur, you have to be a great leader. It's, and now, if you want to just start a business and you're not really worried about the level of success, then it doesn't matter. But if you are, uh, you know, thinking from an entrepreneur perspective about growing a brand, growing something big, that requires great leadership. So I thought, well, okay, I've, I've done that, got the T-shirt on that. So now, what, what, what else is it going to take? And so, uh, and, and what I realized is that you have to have a reason when you start this journey. It has to be something much bigger than you. And 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 when you understand that. Um, you can really, you know, you know, roadmap yourself to success. And, and, but that why changes all the time. The more success you have, the more you have to go back and re-examine that reason why. And I always say that it comes down to three things. It comes down to the purpose, the vision, and how much discipline you're going to have doing it. So that's kind of you know, giving you guys a snapshot, a little bit of what, what um, when I say uh, knowing your reason why determines your level of success, I, that, that's something I truly live by. I mean, I, honestly, like for me, that is the it's such a key. And I want to come back to something that you said about understanding the fundamentals of leadership. And for me, like these are things that we can go over and we can go over in this podcast today so that listeners can hear and they can be they can be very clear about what these fundamentals of leadership are but ultimately it comes back to what you did day in day out for years which is have the discipline to actually follow through with those fundamentals of leadership so is that something that you see a lot or have have encountered a lot is people who 
they they know what to do but aren't willing to have the discipline to actually do it. Oh my God, yes. And, and I'll, I'll give you a great example of that. So I started, um, you, you know, so for, for the last seven years, I've been on the 50 fastest women-owned business in the country. You, you just don't make that list without some discipline. And, and so people say, well, how do you, how did you become one of the top 50 fastest growing women in the uh, businesses in the country? And so when you go back and examine those top 50 businesses, I can tell you one key thing we all have in common, common and, and, and that is discipline. It, it takes a lot of discipline to, to get to that level. And, mm-hmm. and so that comes, that comes back to um, um, when I look at entrepreneurs and I've, and I've mentored a lot, and, and you can always tell where a person, where they're, you know, where, is that, where am I in business? You can tell by the, 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 the tasks and the things that they're willing to do day to day and be consistent and disciplined about them. And when you see a business that cannot scale, you can probably find a leader that does not have discipline. Mm. And when you see a business that's scaling, you see a leader that's obviously very disciplined because you can look at the things they're doing day in and day out that continuously grow that business. So with the division, coming from the military, um, you're a very successful company, now Extreme Solutions. Um, where did that vision come from when you went into the global world of hacking and all of that? Where did that work? Where did that start? So, uh, so in the military, um, so, um, so, com- you know, so that was part of the training and, and the, my background, you know, anyway, coming out of the technology field. But, but Ray, I'm going to tell you this. This is this, is, and, and this is this is the craziest thing. So I, when, before I left the military, I, 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 and I'm all, I'm always a person that believes that you need to be three years out from where you really want to be. And if you plan that, so mm. not, you can't just plan it. You got to be willing to execute it. That's where the discipline comes in. I mean, and so what happened was, I knew that I was going to retire and I was going to leave the military. And so I had already began to be. I, I had already began to plan this three years out. So when I got out of the military, I, I honestly one day I, I said, you know what, I want to start this company. And I said, what, you know? And I had this vision board, and I actually just put a blank board out, out there. And I said, okay, what is it that I want to do? And so I said, I want to have a cybersecurity company. So I, I put a cyber company. I said, well, well, what type of revenue do I want to generate? So I wrote a check. I went and actually got a check, and I wrote it out of my personal checkbook, and I said, this is, this is what, within the next two years, I want to be able to walk in the bank and say, hey, cash this check, and they can't even cash it because they don't have enough money, right? So <laughs> I love that. I love <laughs> so, that. So, so then I go and I say, okay, how, what does the employee base look like? Who would I want to be senior leaders in the organization? And what type of leadership skills would I want around me? And what, and so on and so on. So I began to build this company really just on a board. And then when I was done, I sat back and I looked at the board and I said, wow, what an amazing company this is going to be. And so within, and I'm telling you this, I actually cut out a picture of a building. And I said, wow, this is the type of building that I want the company in. And I, and I began to put all this stuff on this vision board. And so I will tell you this, is that when I could see it, I could believe it. When I could look up on that board every day, that board was a reminder of the discipline that I needed in order for those things to come to pass. So, so fast forward this five years later, I'm, 
I'm in the building one day and I'm I'm on the 11th floor and I'm getting ready to move into this brand new, uh, uh, you know, uh, building on the, I mean, a uh, floor on the 18th floor. I'm moving up until the 18th floor. And so my assistant comes in the office and she says, she's looking at this old vision board that I've had from five years ago. And she looked at the board, she said, wow, look at this, look at the building. And I said, what, what, what's, what's different? She said, that's the building we are in today. The building that I cut out, I had no idea wow. that was the exact same building wow. that we had ended up moving to a year later. And, and wow. so I say all these things that within record time, everything on that vision board happened within three years. Mm -hmm. And so I created another board. So in my organization, all the leaders are required to put a vision board together. Because if they can't see it, they can't believe it. And when I say that I've put on that board, we're going to grow by 42%. Because, see, it's so ingrained in their head. When they can walk in their office every day and they can look at all the things that they're doing, then if obviously they believe it. It's in their system. It's in their mindset. It's in their spirit. And they grow and we do it. And we do it as a team because everybody, and that's the buy-in there, the discipline. Phyllis, I, I get so excited listening to you talk because I also I, I buy in buy, I buy in 1000% into the vision board. I have a vision board actually in my office right here to my right. I have one more contract to get on this vision board and, and I need to create an entirely new vision board because I've gotten everything on it. And I truly believe that because you, you, what you're talking about is making it the vision so clear that people can actually see it. And that's what they can work toward every single day. Absolutely. And, and in my organization, it, it is imperative that especially if you are serving in a leadership capacity, you have to have a vision board because I, I truly believe if you can't see where you're going, you certainly can't lead other people there. You have to be able to see it and feel it and believe it because people know when you're faking it. They know it. 1,000%. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so tell us about the woman, the, the, the woman's group that you're involved in. I know you do a, every Friday you do a LIT group call, kind of, kind of catch us up on, on why it's, why it's important to have the right people around you and why it's important to surround yourself with the right prayer life. Yeah. So what happened was, you know, as you scale the business and you start growing and, 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 uh, and, and so as I begin to grow and, and, you know, you're going to have those challenges and, and you don't know what you don't know. And I started, you know, really just scaling the business. And, and so what I found, what I realized that it was pretty lonely up there. Like it wasn't a lot of people. And I didn't really have a lot, uh, you know, people that really understood that from a spiritual perspective. Because I, although you're scaling the business, you haven't lost Jesus. You still know who, you know. And so one, one day I, I called a friend of mine and I said, hey, you know, we need to, I need somebody to pray with me. I'm just kind of really trying to figure some things out with business. And I'm just really asking God to kind of guide me through this. And she said, hey, I can do that. And so we began to pray. And she said, you know what, we should do this again next Friday. And I was like, wow, that'd be great. So we started praying about something else. And then, you know, she said, I'm going to have a couple other people that I think need this prayer. These were other women entrepreneurs. They were all multi-billion dollar companies, I mean, multi-million dollars and billion dollar companies. And so I said, so before you know it, we, we were leading this, all praying for each other. And 
And uh, we went from about four people on the call to 85 people on the call and was just doing a 30-minute call. And so really, again, I started, I hit this, this, this point in my business where I began to scale again. And so, uh, so God just laid it on my heart and said, listen, you know, uh, people really need to hear this stuff. They really need, you know, they want to talk about, um, you know, things, especially leaders. Leaders don't have a safe place to go that they can feel comfortable sharing their 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 concerns and 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 also you know uh, you know praying for one another and uplifting each other. And so I started leadership inspiration talks, and that was really how it was born. It was born from just really being able to inspire one another on on the on the areas that we felt was important in life. And we do everything from how to how to hold on to heaven when you're going through hell. Because that mm. does happen sometimes in business. We're doing uh, a series now called "What Happens When God Is Stretching You." It doesn't feel good, and so we're so so. And leaders are talking about this. What happened the time you got stretched? What did you go through? What did it feel like? What, how did it impact your business? How did it change you as a leader? And so, that, so leadership inspiration talk came as a result of leaders needing a place to go to have these type of conversations. I love it. I love it so much. That that how to hold on to heaven when you're going through hell is so powerful. I think that resonates so much. I have been um, uh, there have been a couple of people that I've worked with this week that have gone through really horrific, horrific life tragedies. And the one thing that I've said to them to try to help them get through it is that there will be a beginning and a middle and an end to every emotional experience we have. And so there will be, you're going to go through hell, but it's, it's hell's half acre. You're going to get through it. There will be a beginning, there will be a middle, and there will be an end. Phyllis, I love what you're talking about so much. We're, let's, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back after this break, we have more with Phyllis Newhouse coming up. Stay, stick with us. We'll be right back. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. All right, we're back. We're with uh, Ray. We're with uh, Phyllis Newhouse. Phyllis, what you're talking about is so inspirational. You're talking about leaders inspiring leaders, and and uh, and uh, and to me, there's so. And Ray, I want you to go wherever you want to go too with it. But for me, what's standing out and what is absolutely like it, phenomenal is about having a vision and having the discipline to follow through with that vision. And and I see this a lot and I want to know if you see this uh Phyllis in in your encounters with in business with so many people but a lot of young people today whether it's called the millennials or whatever you want to call them have a have this vision I hey, I want to have this I want to have this top level notch but I'm not willing to put in that work to get there. I just expect that I should be there. And what I'm finding is I'm running into a lot of young people who want the very best, 
but aren't willing to do the day-to-day grind. I'm wondering if, A, you run into that also, and B, how do you handle it if you do run into it? Well, let me tell you, I don't, I, I have to say this. I have some young entrepreneurs I'm working with, and I don't know if God just gave me the best of the best, but I can tell you this. I, I'm, I, I was working with a young lady, um, and she is only 17 years old and has a $19 million business, and that just wow. doesn't happen. But again, I look at the foundation, and similar to my background, um, you know, parents who are, you know, who have really pushed, you know, that you have to work hard, you have to have the discipline, and I, and I, and so part of that whole mentorship has been, let me look at what you're doing, the whole vision board thing, and you know, and and I, and, and these are things that I talked to, but 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 here's something I want to share with you. There's a there's a, a most of the younger entrepreneurs that I work with. This is something I require of them to work with them. They have to understand the power of gratitude. And if, unless they keep a gratitude journal on their business, I don't work with them. And I tell them that for this reason, because when you're that young and, that, and you have that type of, uh, of, of, of you know, revenue and, and money, and, we, and, and if they lose that focus on gratitude, they'll lose it all. And so I, I work with a lot of these young people and, and so we immediately start talking about gratitude from day one. You know, tell me all the things you're grateful for right now, today. And then let's talk about intentional gratitude. Because see, if they don't really have intentional gratitude, then that's where that entitlement comes in. Wow. Wow. You know, just, you, you, you know uh, it's, it, go ahead. Go ahead, Doc. But no, no, that to me, you just gave, uh, we always, Ray and I always try to give specific answers to our, our, uh, to our, to our listeners. And what you just said right there in terms of intentional gratitude, if you don't have that, that's where entitlement comes into play. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I, I think that it's not just about saying, oh, yes, and brushing it off. Oh, yes, I'm grateful. But genuinely, what am I grateful for? From, from my eyesight, from my breath, like to anything that I have, from my senses, to just genuinely being grateful that I got to wake up today and yeah, not because taking it for granted. Go ahead, Ray. Absolutely, because because one of the reasons that if you listen to Ms. Newhouse speak, one, one of the things that I catch on very <clears throat> quickly is about a leader, what a true leader is, right? But most people's visions are tied to their disappointments. You see, so anytime that they feel a little bit of pain, the vision dims. Right. Because they think that everything should be right now. It's instant gratification. I, I got to make it. But if you listen to what Ms. Newhouse is talking about, it's the foundation that she requires. It's it's, <clears throat> it's 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 watching this 17 year old take her whiteboard and say, no, this is what it looks like. And guess what? I'm going to put it in a erasable marker because some things may not be here by the end of the third day. But some people may not be here by the end of the fifth day as well. So when you when you go on this journey with your vision. That's, that's one thing about when you say write the vision and make it plain. One of the things that I think people don't focus on is when the, at the end of the verse it says make it plain. It must be plain enough so that you can go back and disturb it because if you never disturb it, you will always stay in your comfort zone. And that's why most entrepreneurs fail so quickly because they never come out of their comfort zone the first time they feel discomfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and even with gra- and taking grat- gratitude, that, that's been a really big piece of, of the success for me, is that understanding gratitude from day one, and, and then an intentional gratitude. And when I'm out, when I'm talking about intentional, 
I'm already grateful for the things that he hadn't done. But because I'm bold enough to say what he hadn't done yet, that's because I believe that he will do it. And so, so and even in my organization, we, we say, hey, what are, the, what are the things we're thankful for in 2018? We're already in the 18 thanking him for the things that he hadn't even done yet. But, that's, but when you put that in your mindset, you start, you start living intent, you start living a life of intentional gratitude. And so it becomes deliberate. It's, it's just a deliberate thought to say, you know, I know he'll deliver. I know that this will happen. I know and I believe. And then it, it really elevates your faith life. And so, so, if for, so if we could teach our young people that, how to keep a gratitude journal, how to t- teach them about, you know, gratitude in the present and gratitude in, in, in the future. And if, and if they could understand that, then they will start to believe that they can achieve this level of success. But it, but I but I don't believe if you ha- if they don't find anything they're grateful for today, it's very hard for them to believe that they can have these things tomorrow and have that level of success. Mm. See, and this is where me and her get get along so well. Okay, <laughs> can you tell? <laughs> I see why. <laughs> I see why. Doc, it'll blow your mind, man. Like you know, before every business meeting, before every every week, try to start we we. We get on the phone. We pray together. I mean, we thank God for just the simple moment. I mean, I thank God every day for just meeting her because it's really interesting. The day that we met each other, I I met Phyllis by just listening to her on on a speech. And the moment I got done listening to her, Doc, I said, man, that's a female Ray Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 then we started having conversation and I'm like, I've never heard someone sound just like me. And because when she goes in, she goes in. But I think it's everything that she's talking about. It's one thing about, you know, when you're grateful, man, just for, just for life, just for the sin. Because I always tell people all the time, somebody always has it worse than you. Always. And that's why, and that's why he says that when people see you, they should see a glimpse of me. Because of your gratitude. And that's what Phyllis is explaining. So, and Doc, I'm around her. Oh my gosh, we talk three, four, five times a day. Um, I cannot um, thank God and the moment enough that I have someone with her integrity and her vision to to really plan things out right. You know, it's, it's, it's something that we made a commitment with each other that we was going to hold each other accountable. But we was honest with each other, too, and said, look, do you have time for this right now? True or false, Phyllis? That's that's how yeah. real we got with each other, right? Yeah. Yeah, we had a come to Jesus meeting, Doc. I, and I had, if you know her, pinning Ray, Ray Lewis down. So I said, look, you know, I'm all in. And, and we really prayed. But we also said, hey, listen, in order to go on this journey, uh, when you take a journey together, you you have, you have to be all in. You have to be committed. But you also have to, you know, take that back to God and get him to co-sign with you on that. And I think we did that understanding that it was it, it was not our big picture. It was, you know, the big picture that we wanted to, to deliver something of excellence for him. So I, I think when you have two people that are in sync and get get that and, and get the big picture, it, it, it kind of takes the... The, the you know elephant in the room or the cloud away to, to, to quit guessing about what you can do together, but really believe that you can do some greatness together. 
Well, it's the foundation that you have together that sounds awesome. We're going to take another one final break. When we come back, I want to talk specifically about how people can learn exactly what you're doing, learn about Extreme Solutions, learn more about you, and, and, and how they can get on board for this vision. So stick with us, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're with uh, Phyllis Newhouse. I mean, I, I absolutely like this is awesome. This is fantastic. I'm, I'm always grateful for sitting down with Ray because we walk every single week. We talk. We could talk several times a week. It doesn't matter how much we talk. I always take something away. Phyllis, what I'm taking away right now from what you just said that has really blown me away, it's it's something that I'm learning for the first time and I'm hearing it for the first time, but it is absolutely resonating with me is when you use the phrase, first of all, whoever's listening to this, let's say it's a year from now, this, let's be clear, this is October 16th, 2017, and Phyllis, your statement is, what can I be thankful for in 2018? And I love that. I love that because you're saying it's going to happen. It's that clear. So how can I be thankful for it? And that is something that's going to sit with me. I can't even tell you for how long. Yeah. And you know what? So so, so I would say like an example for me, right? And I'm saying, okay, I'm already so grateful for a very successful fund that we're you know, Ray and I uh, are launch, launching uh, in in this year. And so because I'm so bold enough and because I trust him so much and because I know he loves me, I already know God is going to deliver. So I'm going to go ahead and just say thank you for it today and tomorrow. And when it comes to pass, now I'm thanking him for things that I know he's already done, and now I'm looking at the next year as well. And so it's a cycle. And when you start to, to, to process it like that, Everything you, you you just kind of look at blessings in a whole different way because you can be so grateful. He just continuously bless you, and I just know that is really how this business has has thrived, survived. It has grown, and I'm telling you, I would not have done it any other way. Mm. Mm. You, you know, you you know what's funny. You know what's funny, uh, Doc. I was just on the phone with her late last night, the night before that, the night before that, the night before that. So, so we talk almost every night. But the point is, like her consistency on who she is and what she stands for. I mean, when we get on the phone, the T's that have to be crossed, the I's that have to be dotted. And she is like, listen now. And, you know, she'll give me a certain tone. She think I don't understand the tone by now. But I understand the tone when I kind of got on her nerves a little bit. You know? but, that, that would be true. <laughs> it, you, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I, I uh, Doc, I text him last night, and I said, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, you know, this goes back to the discipline. I want to take you back there, discipline and leadership. And what I said, uh, well, I, I say to him, I say, listen, we made a commitment that we were going to, you know, we have to have a prayer life at the beginning of every, you know, week, because that's in my organization. I pray with my leaders. I pray with my leaders. And we pray together. And so I, so I get deep. I get deep. I mean, I don't want to be surface with them. I go really deep in, in what we're praying about and what we're asking God to do, right? Because we're, and here, here's the thing. When you do that, there's a level of accountability that we have in the organization as leaders. We're responsible for families. We're responsible for communities. 
that's what leaders are responsible for. And when you have that level of accountability and responsibility on you, you're required by God to be disciplined. Mm. You're, you're, this is not, God is not asking you to be disciplined. He's requiring that of you, right? So if I tell you that we're going to pray at the beginning of every week, that is the discipline we have to have. Bottom line, there are, there are no maybe we will, this time we will. No, you have to have it. And so you have to set that in stone and say, listen, we're, God has already commanded us to do this. And because we, are, we believe that this is going to be a level of success that he's ordained, it just becomes deliberate. You don't even have to think about it. And now, and now, you, see, and now you see why we get along so well. Because my foundation is exactly what her foundation is. So I think when you when you find two people who's, you know, really and and, 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 and we were talking about this, you know, at the same time, 22 years. Well, she started in 1996 in the military. Right, Phyllis. And and you got to think she started the same. That was my rookie year mm. that she actually started this journey. And then for us for us to meet. At the moment we met and then to understand what her prayers were, what my prayers were. That's why that's why it's so simple for us, us to always when 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 we have a problem with anything, Doc, or when we can't figure it out or when confusion is all around us, myself and Phyllis, we go into prayer immediately, 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 immediately. Like, 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 like if you have a choice between between people and, and 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 whoever it is whatever choice you want to make 99.9 percent of the times i'm going towards prayer every time well i think when you both when you lead when you lead with prayer what you're saying is i'm going to lead with compassion it means i'm going to listen i'm going to be open and i think that's where the majority of problems come from when people refuse to listen when people become so one-sided that they say my way is the right way and they become attached to that but when you can really put something else first when you can really lead with compassion to me, I mean, that's it, it. It changes so much. It changes the dynamic. It would change our country. It would change so many things in the world if we could lead with compassion rather than having to lead with attachment to being right and ego and all that other stuff. Yeah, and when you and I would just say this, you know, uh, you know, when I first you know met Ray and we talked and and you know, of course, as he said, I'm the, uh, he thought I was a female version of him but I thought he was the male version of me so, uh, so <laughs> I love that so so I say oh my you know so I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited so so if you're most people who've been around us they know we have to calm each other down because we can get hyped up just like in a minute but um, but, but one thing I like you said about the whole compassion is that you know there has to be a level of compassion in any business relationship your friendship, whatever that relationship is, you, you have to have that level of compassion to be able to listen and be a good leader to say, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to just listen. And I think when we listen and, and then you can say, you know, do you have a great feeling about this? No, I don't have a good feeling about this. What's your thoughts on this? And, and listen to what the other person is saying. And most of the time, even if you disagree on something, if you will just listen to one another and say, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to pray about this because I don't know if we agree. I think that's the level of compassion that we missed often 
uh, in communities and leaders and in business and families, that, that level of compassion is gone. I mean, and, 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 dog, listen to this. Listen to this, because this is what she's saying that makes, I'm telling you, this is for our country. This is for all of the divisiveness that we're going through, that no matter who you are, you still have to be willing to listen. You got to hear both sides. Bro, bro listen, so I, I won't talk about what it was, but but something happened uh, two days ago. And I was texting her all of this information. And as I was texting this information, I'm telling her about the moment of like, I'm like, Phyllis, this is going on. And I'm texting her as I'm talking to her and this and that. And then when we got off the phone, she was like, um, I don't I don't feel this one. I just don't feel it. And I'm like, you know what? Before you say anything else, let me tell you something first. And I, and I spilled my guts to her. And the moment I said that, she was like, Ray, that's exactly what I was going to talk to you about. So just by me <laughs> opening up, listening to her to just we both was on the same page and didn't even realize we was on the same page. Yeah. But it comes back to listening. It comes yeah. back to that. That's that's what makes I'm telling you one of the things that that drives me crazy when I work with her in, in such a good way is that. I, there's never a dull moment when it comes to learning something new. And it's really humbling yourself to not think you know it all. I think that's what that's think that's what makes us such a great team. We walk into meetings and we're not I'm not finna step on what she does because that's her strength. But when you come in my area, then I take it over. And we just have such an awesome team, man. So, I mean, I just really wanted people to kind of understand that sometimes, you know, you're to only to run into the right people, your ears, you got to be willing to listen more than talk. Like like you, you like you 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 got to become a sponge again to see who's on the same frequency level you and 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 who's speaking your same language. Because if you don't, I'm telling you, it's one thing I learned from her very quickly. Most of the people that you start with in business, you will not end with. Finish with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I told him that the first day, I said, you cannot be afraid of, 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 of who's, who's with you in the, in the end game because the same, there will be a lot of people that will start this journey with you, but they won't finish it with you. And you've got to be okay with that. And, and why is that? Because that's what great leaders, that's what great leaders do. They, they, you know, they learn this really, really up front because your big picture might not be somebody else's big picture, and that's okay. That's okay. They might start out saying they co-sign with you. Yeah, this is great. This is great. But they may not. They may not be able to stay with the program or uh, or, or get with the program, and so they might have to go away. And you have to be okay with that. So, can you tell us about specifically how do people find out exactly about this organization, what you're doing, all that stuff? Well, uh, so Extreme Solutions is, of course, we're we're a cybersecurity firm that specializes in ethical hacking. So we do this for you know big big government, you know large companies, et cetera. But that's the you know so that's the business uh, side. And then from the leadership side, the leadership inspiration talks is really um, again we're at LITtalks.com. You can you know we do um, podcasts every Friday at ten thirty. Um, Eastern Standard Time. It's a 30-minute call. You can call in, listen, dial in, go on the site. Uh, uh, but really, it's about inspiring other leaders 
and inspiring leaders to be greater leaders and, and to ha take a snapshot of somebody's journey and share with the community uh, on that one particular subject or that one particular topic that we're talking about and just the snapshot to inspire somebody. And that's what we all should be doing as leaders. There's something in our journey that we can take away from our journey and say, hey, this might just be inspiring to somebody else because I can tell the truth about this journey. And sometimes it's a joy, sometimes it's sadness, sometimes it's, it's, it's funny, sometimes, but it's a snapshot. And it, and it should be to inspire people. And I think if a lot of, a lot of us took back a piece of our journey, we, we really would realize that there are so many people that can be inspired by that. Mm. Could you tell us the web? Because the, the when you right when you said the website, I was listening intensely, but I missed L I and I couldn't I could not hear the rest of it. So so it's L I T. It's L I T talks. So if you think of leadership inspiration talks dot com, so L I T A L K S dot com, and so you can find us out on uh, leadership inspiration talks. And again. Um, the call is every Friday at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. We never miss a Friday. And so we're covering a series right now. Uh, it, it is, is what happens when God is stretching you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> See, because stretching, stretching hurts, Doc. Yes, it does. It, it hurts, right? But if you ever become consistent with stretching... Sooner or later, you are running to a certain level of freedom. Right. <laughs> that's and that's that, what. Go ahead. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that I covered this on Friday. I actually led that session on Friday, Ray, and I was talking about what's on the other side. It's no different than working out. And some people want to jump right into the workout and they do it, and then and, and two days later they can't even move because they're so sore because they didn't stretch. And it is painful and it doesn't feel good. And then they get that now here's the discipline and they don't set in. The next couple of days, they don't even go to the gym. They don't even work out because they can't, they can't deal with the pain. And that's what stretching is about, is the pre-stretch, is the, the capacity to take it a little bit deeper so that you can maximize the workout that you've got to go through. And if you don't go through the stretch, it will be painful. But the stretch is really to help you be where you need to be when you get to the other side of that stretch. Mm. 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 And I'm just going to take it to some practical level. I've been stretching a lot in the gym. I, I, I can, I, I'm more than touch my toes now. And listen, Phyllis, about six months ago, I couldn't touch my toes. So I'm just telling you, I'm taking this stretching literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so think about, think about that in your life where had you not been consistent with doing something until you just got to a point where you had the flexibility, your body was was agile, was more flexible now. Now you, it's, it's, you know, you if you if you can touch your toes now, just you never even imagine that you could get there. Well, that's what the stretching is about in yes. your life. You know, we're all going to be stretched at some point, and, and and you won't, and it doesn't feel good. And sometimes that stretch does hurt, especially after you've had an injury. And I, and I refer to the injury as the pain you've gone through. And most of the times, think about stretching. How many people want to stretch every night? Mm -hmm. I tell my sons, I tell my sons, that you great athletes. And I said, when last time you stretch? Uh, 
I, I, I ain't saying stretch. I ain't had time. How you don't have time to stretch? <laughs> it's just a walker. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Doc, you got to be willing. That's what I'm telling you with this whole journey, man. Like, you got to be willing to be stretched for God to use you. You got to be willing to go through some storms and understand in the midst of the storm, you still got to stand firm. You still got to be who you are. And, and, and that's why you're okay with going back to stretching because then you're able to exercise. You know what? I can carry on and no pain is greater than joy that comes in every morning. Oh man, you can, you can go so many different places with it, but listen, Phyllis, I know, I, I know I done kept you longer than, than you were supposed to be on here. I'm going to receive these texts after this to, to, to hear this clearly. So doc, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> but we appreciate you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to deal with this later, Doc. <laughs> well, he, Doc, he knows me all too well now. That that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Phyllis, well, I, I can't thank you enough for taking time to be on with us. Um, I think what you said, your message, the from the purpose to the vision to the discipline, um, to really the to the most practical practical advice of saying, what will I be grateful for uh, in 2018? So I'm already having a vision that I will be grateful. I will be getting gifts. What are they and how can I be grateful for them? I mean, I think that took that that definitely taught me something new. And I was so I'm so grateful to hear that. And I'm, I know our listeners are equally as grateful to hear that. So thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. Oh, thank you guys for having me. And it was it was a blast. And uh Maybe I'll get you guys to come on LIT and, and uh, share a session with me, and I hopefully we can do this again. I loved it. 100%. Hey, Phyllis, I, listen, I know I'm going to call you right back, so I won't tell you goodbye right now. I'm just going to say thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. I'm serious because I – I just want I just want somebody out there, Doc. You know, I always give something to do, right? I always give something for for my for our listeners to do, fellas. And 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 the next thirty days, I, I really want you to to figure out if you're in business with somebody. Figure out if you guys if if you really like working together, because I like working with Phyllis Newhouse. Like I, I, my mind, I like the way she challenges my mind. I like the way we challenge each other. I like the conversations that we have. Not all pretty conversations, but I like the way that even when we got to figure it out, we always go to prayer. I like the way before we start every meeting, before we go to prayer, before we start every week, before we go to prayer. I love it. I love it. And, and it's stretching me so much that I feel good when that release finally comes from so much stressing. I mean, I mean, from from so much stretching. So I just wanted to tell you personally, so everybody knows kind of what's been the bright spot in my life, you know, since the moment you walked into it. So I just want people to know that. But check out somebody who's in your circle and find out, find out if you really enjoy working with them, because I, I truly I, I truly believe this. It will change your perspective and you will never long. You will no longer call it work. It'll be a friendship. Mm. Absolutely. And I concur. I co-sign with you on that, Ray Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love listening to you both. If you want to find out more about Phyllis Newhouse, 
visit tacklinglifepodcast.com. Again, Phyllis, cannot thank you enough for being on with us today. Ray, as always, I love you. I love being uh, being able to do this with you. I think the, the information we talked about today can definitely be transformative for someone. So thank you to our listeners. Thank you so much for downloading the Tackling Life podcast. And if you want more Tackling Life content, go to tacklinglifepodcast.com and you can find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get new episodes every week. When you subs- when you visit the Tackling Life website, you also find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. And don't forget, you can reach us at 646-762-4432. That's 646-762-4432. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Until next time, remember, focus, purpose, vision, discipline. And until next time, for the legend, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Cudd. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.